Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. I'm Chris Levine, and I will be your host again this time around. It's all aboard for the Sunshine Special. This train is headed for better times. All aboard. Put a coat of joy right on. In a minute, we'll be gone. Mr. Gloom won't be allowed in this optimistic crowd don't take a junk trunk filled with yesterday's tomorrow we're going to see sunshine as we go from state to state we'll be shouting things are great on a choo-choo choo-choo heading for better times you know what i see a lot of these days maybe you do too a lot of people don't read instructions like a text can say see you Saturday at 6 and they show up on like Friday at 7 also I've noticed that people who have a hard time reading instructions are usually extremely bad at baking I was thinking, you know what would have been hard? Having the phone number 8675309 in 1981. So I did a little reading and I heard that the Wizard of Oz was a huge, what, what's that? What is that? What's that little sound? I've heard that the Wizard of Oz was a huge political metaphor. Have you heard this? So supposedly, the novel was really about the demonetization of silver in 1873. Is, is this any of this ring a bell? I really did read this. So in other words, like the, the cyclone that carried Dorothy to the land of Oz represents the economic and political upheaval and the yellow brick road stands for the gold standard. Apparently also the wizard allegedly symbolizes bankers who support the gold standard but were phony and only Dorothy's silver slippers, which they were silver in the book, though they were ruby in the movie, can take her home. What does this mean? Dorothy doesn't realize that she's had the silver slippers the whole time. In other words, Dorothy or the Westerners never realized that they already had silver, a viable currency, a currency of the people. This got me thinking about other secret messages in movies. And one of them dawned on me. Like, for example, it totally, it dawned on me that it's quite probable that a criticism of the Battle of Blair Mountain in 1921 was overtly the subplot of Break-In 2, Electric Boogaloo. 
<laughs> you guys remember when you used to go to a garage sale and things were cheap? Like inexpensive? I mean, sometimes they still are. But now, oftentimes it's like, excuse me, um, how much for this hammer? Hang on, let me talk to George. George, how much do you want for the hammer? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll let it go for $16. Seriously? People have forgotten that the beauty of a garage sale lies in the low prices. I just go to the store and get a hammer if I needed a hammer. I don't need a hammer. I just see it there and I'm thinking if it's a buck, maybe I'll add it to my extensive hammer collection. I used to buy records, like really good records for like a quarter a piece, like 50 cents a piece. Now, all people have are things like Sing Along with Mitch. And those records at garage sales are like $17.50. So I think, you know what? I'm, I'm going to take the reins here. I'm going to try that logic and maximize my profits too. I'm going to have a garage sale. Someone's going to come up to me and say, um, excuse me, sir, how much for this cutting board? Hmm. Uh, I could let it go for $19,000. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. How much for this candle? That candle? $67 million. You know how people have hidden talents? I recently found out that I have a hidden talent I didn't know about. And guys, it's pretty impressive. I realized recently that I am amazing at ice sculpture, making things out of ice, ice sculpture. In fact, I can make perfect little squares of ice 12 at a time using only a tray. I feel like I'm standing at the threshold of a new artistic frozen cubism revolution. You know, a lot of people, they, they think that certain things are myths. And I, you know, I, I don't always think they're myths. For example, if I were to discover Bigfoot, I wouldn't stop there. I'd go after the abominable snowman. And you know what? After I found those two guys, I wouldn't stop there. I'd go after the Loch Ness Monster. And if I were to discover Bigfoot, the abominable snowman, and the Loch Ness Monster, I honestly feel that I become friends with all of them. Like, I could call Bigfoot on a Sunday morning, teach him how to use a phone first. You know. Well, he probably knows. Children know. I, I could call him like 10 a.m. on a Sunday and invite him over for brunch. I could totally picture him really liking freshly squeezed orange juice. I don't know why. I just do. I could be pen pals with the abominable snowman. I could write and say things like, how are things where you are? And he'd write back and would say, like, cold. Then 
I could teach the Loch Ness Monster how to catch and return a Frisbee. Take him to the park. You know what we could do is then we could all start a band with like, I could play the drums, right? Bigfoot could play the guitar, the Yeti on bass, and the Loch Ness Monster on vocals. Maybe we could name our band Monstrosity, except we would change the S in, in Monstrosity, the second S, to a capital C. So it would be like Monstro City, like Monstrosity. And our logo could be like R4 shadows lurking over the Manhattan skyline. Or maybe a name inspired by like the four tops or the four freshmen. I was thinking maybe the, the four of us, we could be the four freaks. I've always, always found the word typewriter perplexing. I mean, which is it? Anyway, I'm sorry that I treated you like a rusty blade, a throwaway from an open grave cut you loose from a chain gang and let you go. When the moon is a counterfeit, you better find the one that fits. You better find the one that lights the way for you. And when the road is full of nails, garbage pails, and darkened jails, and their tongues are full of heartless tales that drain on you, who would ever notice you? You fade into a shaded room. It's such a selfish way to lose, the way you lose these wasted blues. Tell me that it's nobody's fault, nobody's fault, but my own. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist to shadow our overall theme. Well, in this brainstormer thing, we don't have a theme. We have a bunch of songs and we create an episode out of what comes naturally from these songs. So this time around, we have a playlist that is called Brainstormer 12. It's really easy to find. You just go to refresherpodcast-dash brainstormer 12 on spotify and you will find it there here's the 10 songs that were kind of our little outline for this episode the words that you heard at the beginning was taken from a song by ted lewis called heading for better times then we have live from the fillmore directions by miles davis then we have x with your phones off the hook, but you're not. Then we have Uriah Heep with The Wizard. Bargain of a Century by Albert Hammond Jr. Then we have the group Spirit. And the song is called Ice. Next we have War with Why Can't We Be Friends. Followed by Houdini with The Freaks Come Out at Night. Then a very groovy song 
extremely groovy song by Cornelius called Typewrite Lesson. And then, of course, the words I quoted at the end from the Mutations album by Beck. The song is nobody's fault but my own. That's our new playlist. You can find it again really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash Brainstormer 12. We'd like to welcome some new listeners to our show. Our demographics report shows that we now have brand new listeners in Bergenland, Austria. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Refresher. Hey, did you guys know that plants improve the air around you and they actually improve your mood? That's a real thing. Well, Leafy is the world's first ever patented self-watering plant container. Go check out their awesome website. You can find them at leafy.com. It is L-E-A-F-V-E.com. You're like, why would I go on, on, on the internet to look at plants in a plant container? Because there is a whole thing going on there. There's a movement going on there to take a plant places with you. It's very, very cool. Check out their website. Check out their videos. You'll enjoy it. We also want to say hello to our friends at DesignCraft and introduce them to you. They are at the forefront of the millwork industry, constantly innovating. These guys are innovating constantly because they're constantly innovating, constantly to meet custom needs. You can check out samples of their unbelievable work at designcraft.com. That is D-E-Z-I-G-N-K-R-A-F-T dot com. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by my friend, Mr. John Villafuerte. But until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time. Bye.